0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Tuesday, November 21st. I'm Chris Hurdy. Today, we're going to learn how to protect ourselves against a sophisticated, yet easy-to-execute form of hacking that uses a device called a Wi-Fi Pineapple. But first, the headlines. It remains uncertain whether the GOP tax plan will pass through the Senate. Its fate relies on a small number of Republicans with varied concerns. Senator Susan Collins of Maine objects to the repeal of Obamacare's individual mandate, which would be a significant source of revenue for the bill. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin believes the bill would hurt small businesses. And Senator Jeff Flake of Arizona has expressed misgivings about adding to the federal deficit. Nebraska regulators have approved an alternative route for the controversial Keystone XL pipeline, paving the way for the company, TransCanada, to build a line to carry thick crude oil from Alberta's tar sands region to refineries on the Texas Gulf Coast. This decision comes only days after a major oil spill from the existing Keystone pipeline in South Dakota. And on Monday, President Trump returned North Korea to the list of designated state sponsors of terrorism, saying before TV cameras that it quote, should have happened years ago. And now here's the news you won't get anywhere else. In popular media, hackers are often portrayed as computer experts that can keyboard mash their way into any digital device. But the scary truth is that any regular person can steal your data when you're connected to a public Wi-Fi network. They do this with a device called the Wi-Fi Pineapple, and it only costs $99. Here's Vice's Ankita Rao speaking with writer Daniel Oberhaus on his guide to the infamous pineapple and how to protect yourself from being hacked.
0: All right. So in the most clear and simple possible terms, what is a pineapple?
2: So a Wi-Fi pineapple, it's very similar to a Wi-Fi router you might find in your home or your office, but it's specifically tailored to launch very sophisticated uh, hacks on public networks.
0: So when did this come about and like, who introduced this into the hacking world?
2: So the first pineapple was released in 2008 uh, by a company called Hack5 that Produces tools for penetration testers whose job it is to basically test the integrity of Wi Fi networks for companies.
0: So, this went from something that was used to make sure there were no gaps in your security to something that people have also used to hack into other people's um, security?
2: <laughs> the Wi Fi pineapple itself is an entirely legal device. It's meant for legal uses for people in professional settings who are testing these sorts of things on a daily basis. But, um, you know, like any tool can also be used for nefarious purposes. So I think it's pretty important to understand, you know, how these devices work and how you can protect yourself from their attacks.
0: So how do you protect yourself against being hacked?
2: Well, um, there's a, a few ways. The pineapple can facilitate a number of different network attacks. It's really tailored for something called a man in the middle attack, which is essentially a way of reading data as it is routed from your personal cell phone or computer to a Wi-Fi access point in public. So basically it'll be going through the pineapple on its way. The pineapple will be able to read your data if it's unencrypted. So the best way to protect yourself is to use encryption services, such as a virtual private network, which will essentially encrypt your data from point A to point B as it's routed through the internet. Another easy way is just to make sure you're always using secure hypertext transfer protocol, which is a fancy way of saying, Make sure there's a lock icon in the um, upper left-hand corner of your URL browser. And other than that, mostly just staying aware. You know, if your phone says it's connected to a Starbucks Wi-Fi network and you're nowhere near a Starbucks, that's probably a red flag.
0: That's good to know. How how widely are these used? Are these like every single company uses them and every single hacker has one? What is, it? What is that scope?
2: Uh, it's tough to say how many people own pineapples. But speaking from personal experience, when I've attended the large hacking conference called DEF CON in Las Vegas, the pineapple booth is usually one of the most uh, well-received, and there's usually throngs of people around them trying to get their hands on one of these devices. So I would say most penetration testers and probably just a few um, enthusiasts have one.
0: So knowing what pineapples have the capability to do, does it make you feel more secure knowing what they can find? Or more nervous knowing what people can do with them.
2: So I spoke with Darren Kitchen who uh, invented the pineapple and he's very much aware that these can also be used for I guess more nefarious purposes. But I I think I agree with him uh, when he said that I think it really drives home the importance of network security in a very visceral way that a lot of people probably didn't think about before these were available. So on the one hand it, it facilitates access to these kind of nefarious tools But I think the good in this hand outweighs the bad, which is mostly educational.
0: If you do get hacked with a pineapple, what kind of data have you seen sort of being breached there?
2: Anything that's sent unencrypted through a network uh, can technically be read with the pineapple. So um, it kind of depends on what attack you're going to set up. So, for instance, it's very easy to spoof a login page for a website. So if I were an attacker on a public network, I could create, say, a fake gmail login page uh host that locally on my computer so that when anyone on that network was trying to access gmail legitimately they would actually be routed through uh my server enter all their login credentials so then i'd have their login to gmail that you probably keep lots of sensitive information in your email but i mean i could also do that for a facebook login page twitter a credit card payment page i mean really yeah anything that's unencrypted that's being sent is fair game
0: why is it called a pineapple Ooh, uh
2: that's a good question the original router uh, was actually cased in a plastic pineapple. So you would be getting pwned by this little cute device that looked like a fruit.
0: So I generally like to think that the more free Wi-Fi in the world, the better. And I like being able to, I mean, in New York, there's all these kiosks now on the streets that have them. Does this actually just make us more vulnerable?
2: Uh, Yes and no. I mean, the safest way to protect yourself from a pineapple would just be to never use a public Wi-Fi network. Um, I think these days that's, like asking someone to stop breathing, it's not really going to happen. So, I mean, I think the best advice is just like if you're going to connect to a public Wi Fi network, be very aware of what you're connecting to, or just always use a VPN and then you don't have to worry about it.
1: To learn more about hacking and cybersecurity, go to motherboard.vice.com. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now.